Welcome to track number four of Make Yourself Saviors of Men. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this opportunity that we have in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Now, I want to continue on the mega church. The mega church. Church growth and church planting. Matthew 28 and verse 19. Matthew 28 and verse 19. Make yourselves saviors of men. The great, 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 great commission. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. God is going to bless us as we fulfill this great commission. Now, the way to fulfill this commission is to create groups of people into which we can teach, right? And to create these groups of people, we will have, what do you call it, uh, to put them somewhere, either in a classroom or in a building, if we can build one, or rent one. It's called a church. All right? That group of people which you are going to teach in different countries is called church. Okay? And then the topic is planting of many of these places so that we can teach them. Or the mega church, building a mega church and church growth. These books, you may think you know what is in them, but it will be in your interest to study them and meditate on the words that have been written. And God will give you deeper understanding and help you to have a mega church because the mega church anointing is in the book because the anointing is in the words. The words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. So the words contain the spirit and the life. And there are certain comments and words people say it's only by an anointing. So like one time, you know, the Bible says that no one can say these words except by the spirit. So certain words are not possible and are only because of the spirit or the anointing. Because no one can say these words except by the spirit. So in the same way, you can recognize demons in people because there are things that they could never make those comments or say those things unless they were demonized. In the same way, they can never say certain things unless they were anointed with the Holy Spirit. So these words, like mega church, church growth, church planting, they are words, I believe, Without the anointing, I would not be able to write this book and these books. So they are anointed books. 
And as you read them and as you meditate on them, he says, make sure you meditate on this and the Lord will give you good success. Amen. Amen. Now, the church is worth your time, is worth your effort, and is worth your study. As a businessman, it is worth you learning how to help to build church and how to do the church as a businessman, as a teacher, as a computer scientist, as a pastor, as a shepherd, as whatever. Learn it. Church is also a great thing. It's a very great thing. People despise the church. I know people despise the church. That is why I also strongly take certain stances about the church. That we are this, not this. Okay? And that we should stand for what the church stands for and fight for the church to be what it's supposed to be. Because if you don't defend it, any organization can change what it is really set out to do. And so we have to fight for the church to be a mega church. And this morning I was sharing with you 25 reasons why we should have a mega church. And it took us the whole morning to just go through those 25 short points. Now, one of the things that we really need in a mega church is devotion and commitment. Why do I say that? Because unlike any other building, blocks don't have legs, but church members who are the building blocks of our churches have legs and they have minds. So the blocks that you lay tonight, tomorrow may have developed legs or wings and flown away. Maybe legs because the block is heavy. So they just walk away. So you need to develop devoted members. You see, and again, sometimes when I see people doing business, even politics, different things, you realize that what they don't have are they don't have devoted people. Yes. You need devoted members so that you can accomplish what you need to accomplish. If people are not devoted to God and to the church, you will never become a mega church. So everybody here must know how to develop devoted people around you. So if you are a leader in your company and the people are not devoted to you, do you see? You can't do well. If you are doing a business and people are not devoted to the leader, you get it? You find out that you cannot accomplish much. So it's a principle that even works in different areas. That's what I'm saying that if you, you can learn about business by even learning how to do the ministry. So I will advise you to learn how to do church work, right? Reading these books and studying and building the church, it will even teach you how to do other things that are important in your life. So anywhere that people start to build, 
you first recognize that the people that you are trying to lead and the people that you are trying to build, right, you are starting with undevoted or non-devoted people. And you have to take them from non being not devoted to becoming devoted. When you've gotten them to be devoted, then from then onwards you can build. Alright? So we have three stages or three different types of members. The first is a deer. Deer members. When I say deer, I mean antelope members. Yes. Are you there? And then antelopes, from antelopes we move to goats. Goat stage members. Goat members. And then you come to sheep members. All right? So Antelopes, then goats, then sheep. Now, antelope is an untamed, swift-footed, difficult to keep in one place church member. Let me start again. It's wild. It's a wild animal. It's difficult to keep him in one place and he's very swift-footed. The next time you see he's in another church going for prayers. You have to track them down on the mountains. You have to run after them. They are difficult to handle and when you visit them, they will play hide-and-seek. When I was following up my wife in university. She would plan with her sister who was her roommate. And when I go, the sister will look at me and smile sweetly. And she'll say, she's not in. Because she was at the deer stage, antelope stage. So I couldn't put my finger on her to pin her down to be at the meetings. I always remember her sister telling her, she's gone out. But she was in the balcony, she was behind. And they are taking the plan against me. Because they knew that I would come on visitation. And they, they had a lookout who said that he's coming. Then they move into the, what do you call it? but you see you have to work on the antelopes and very soon we are going to have some antelopes here now the reason why we are bringing the antelopes is for you to see how it is to have a church member who is an antelope yes. so they will be all on this side and you see them jumping around and all that. And you realize that you can't easily come for a meeting. No, I will not come for a meeting. When you see them, they are running. You get it? 
So you move from the antelope stage. So every time you have a church member, it's an antelope. They are frisky. They are jumpy. You just do the, then they start. And you should see the way they jump. In our new marriage uh, manual, the, the new one that is coming out, we have a chapter on antelope jumping. So you see the different styles which the antelope jumps. Yes. Because in the songs of Solomon, he speaks of the deer and the antelope on the rocks. So, don't be surprised when you go to church and all the antelopes didn't come on one Sunday. Yes. And you see that all this side, the chairs are empty. It's the antelopes who didn't come to church on that day. Yes. Now, if you have a lot of antelopes in your church and you are happy with it, then you don't understand what is happening. Because with the next one, when they say, bah, that they, all, they all run. Not just a small noise when they are going. And you see, antelopes, when they are born, they don't lie down at all. Yes. Because there's no chance to sleep, to rest. So when they are born or they stand up, you see them standing like this. And then within some few minutes, they start to move. Because there are lions, there are tigers, there's, there's leopards. So unlike human beings who lie down and rest for months, and at the age of, it's only at the age of about nine months that they stand and even try to take first steps. The antelope comes, and when it comes, no danger. So they are very jumpy and frisky and tense all the time. You see them like that, and you watch the ears. It's looking to see. So when your members are around, and they are mostly antelopes, you do, it's gone. You do something, or it's not around. It doesn't come to church. And so you need to graduate your members from antelopes to goats. Now, a goat is also not so controllable, but it's better than an antelope. The sheep are the most, the sheep are the docile ones. You can lead them everywhere. You don't even have to look back. It will just be following you. But the goats, they are not so tame. But they are domesticated. We can keep them in the house. But something may make them leave. So if you are in Gushegu, 
or in Wale Wale or Dawa Dawa number two. You have to look at your members with that eye that I have all these antelopes members. Yes. And I've not been able to shift them to at least the goat level. And I've not been able to move them from goats to sheep. So, you, by the time they are sheep, when you say, I'm a shepherd and I have sheep, it means you have worked on them. You have worked on them to develop them into devoted members. Yes, devoted members. And you must fight for devotion. For people to be devoted and committed and in love. They've given themselves to it. When somebody is devoted, he's giving himself to the thing. Yeah. If you can get just one devoted member, you are well on your way to victory. Yes. Yes. One devoted member. When we started the church in New York years ago, I went to New York to start a church. All that I had was a devoted member. I had Dr. Nosh. So he's in, the, he's in America. He's a devoted member. Even though there's no church, he's devoted. Then there was another sister, a devoted member. Her name was um, Lily. She, she was a member at the NTC. So right at the beginning of the church, she was an nursing student. And she went to America. I went to look for her. And in America, at the time, people were, when they said, Ghanaian is coming to start a church. Mm. Ah, mm. These people, they are looking for money. <laughs> but she was a devoted member. For, she, had, she was a devoted member from Accra. Yeah. So, I was looking for my devoted members, my sheep. And when I found her deep inside the Bronx, I went to visit her, Dr. Nosh, in the middle of the night. It was a place. <laughs> and I remember, you know, she spoke to her husband. He said, oh, this man is different from whatever. This one is not here looking for money. My, my devoted member was now campaigning to her husband who didn't know me and didn't know us. Yes was now campaigning for me and for the church. Just one devoted member. Yes. A devoted member is when she died, when she died, she's dead. When she died, me, I don't, I don't have a funeral culture. I don't, it's not my culture. You can say I'm, I'm, I'm a, um, what you can say, you can say whatever. I don't have that culture that I go to funerals at weekends and I don't go unless I have to go. And it is important to go. But when she dies, I will go for this. That's funeral. Because I know, I remember. She was devoted to me and I will be devoted to her too. Yes. So I flew just for, the, for her funeral. Yes. People were surprised to see me there. So I'm here. I know why I'm here. We know what we want. Yes. Yes. Are you with me? Yes. So, I need you to be a specialist of graduating people from antelopes 
to goats to sheep. You have to be a specialist at, at that work. Even your business. You sit there in the midst of orangus who are criticizing you, talking about you. How, how, how do you think the thing can work? Cannot easily work. Political parties with constant undermining, grabbing, I mean, whatever. You, you even don't feel safe. Yeah. But people are comfortable in such environments. Me, if I see that you are not committed, I will just resign and leave you. Bye bye. I don't like to, where they have a lot of discussions behind your back. Yeah. So learn these things because you cannot build a church unless you know how to develop devoted members. So Acts chapter 2 and we can see keys to developing devoted members. Let's look at Acts chapter 2 verse 42. They devoted themselves to the instructions given by the apostles and to fellowship. They devoted themselves. Acts chapter 2. Let's read um, Acts chapter 2 verse 42 in the NIV. It says they devoted themselves to the apostles teachings and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Yeah. They devoted themselves. And what did they devote themselves to? To all these things that we are mentioning. Amen. Now, it is possible for a person to be transformed. Turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. Now, but we all, amen, with open face, beholding us in a glass, the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. So when your church members behold the glory of God, they change. So when you bring your church members closer and they see the glory of the Lord and they see the glory of devotion, they are able to change. This scripture is at least telling us that change is possible. It's possible for people to really change in relation to you and in relation to the church. So, we have to fight for devotion. Now, devotion, all right, to be devoted means in the dictionary a zealous attachment or loyalty, a zealous, zealous in attachment, in loyalty and affection. To be zealous in attachment. Wow. Hmm? Zealous in attachment, an earnest attachment to a cause or a person. Earnest attachment to a cause. So you have to take your 
members through a series of programming whereby they they develop an earnest attachment to a cause or to a person. Either the cause is the church you are planting there or to you as a person. If you can't engage the people and make them to be to be endlessly attached and zealously attached to you. Yeah, you've got nothing in your hand. It's nothing. You just have people sitting there looking at you. Yeah, I really feel sorry for the politicians when I see them. Everybody, every time a different one person comes, they clap for them. There's a crowd around their convoy. Have you not noticed it in each town? As I look and say, do these people know who really support them? Because, oh, the whole of Central Region has fallen. The whole of this has fallen to us. We are on the ground, we are on the ground, we are on the ground. And they get a surprise each time they have an election. I I don't know how they assess the loyalty. But in the church, you need to cause people to develop an earnest and zealous attachment to a cause or to you as a person. You have to engage them. You can't just be said that preach. I just preach and I walk off. Just preach. I preach the seven principles, seven steps, three three principles, and then I walk away. The best pastors have people attached to them, like you see how flies are attached to glue when they get. Yes. Yeah. You know, if you've heard of. Um, this man, Jimmy Swaggart. You know, he had a major crisis. He was a very famous evangelist. He had a major crisis. After the crisis, I, I used to watch his TV. He still came on TV. And I saw there were people there in the church still after all the troubles. And I said, this man has got some people zealously attached to him, glued around his age group. Never, They never moved within one inch. <laughs> Are you zealously attached to a cause? As you are in UD, right? I don't know which of the churches you are in, denominations. You must have a zealous, ardent, fervent attachment. I wouldn't know why you wouldn't have a zealous uh, attachment. You must grow in your cell. Do you understand? Attached like, opete. I don't know if it's the right word I'm saying. Would tarry, a tarry. A what? A taranoho. A taranoho. Oh, is it fancy? It's just a taranoho. A taranoho. A taranoho. How do you say it in a way? Huh? Na lede ngu. Ngu. Na lede ngu. Na lede ngu. Now let them move. Bladewu. Bladewu. Jimak Bladewu. Jimak Bladewu means a child that was not attached. So Bladewu means attach yourself to him. Jimak Bladewu is a child who will not be attached. Bastard. Jimak Bladewu. And then attach is what? Bladewu. Bladewu. 
tell somebody, Blada who? Blada who? Blada who? Attach. Yeah, this is what we need attachment. You know, it also means consecration. Yeah, it means consecration. Profound dedication. It means profound dedication. And look at what the Bible is saying. Acts 2.42, NIV. NIV. They devoted themselves. They had a profound dedication. They had an earnest attachment. They were zealously attached to the apostles' teachings. So how do we develop devoted members? Number one, be a devoted pastor for those who are pastors. Amen. A pastor must have a profound dedication to the cause. Amen. Profound dedication to the cause. Hallelujah. Now, what do you have to be devoted to? Devoted as a pastor. You must be devoted yourself. You must be devoted to the apostles' teaching. I am the apostle in the church. The apostle is the one who establishes a number of churches. That's an apostle. So every apostle may have a series of teachings. And you must be devoted to the apostles' teachings. Oh, I read your Bible. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings. You, you, must, you must know how to go to the Makane. Look at Acts 2.42. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings. And to the fellowship. So when the apostle is holding a special meeting for you, you must be devoted. Show an earnest devotion and attachment. Profound dedication. And the church members can see when the pastor is not dedicated. I mean, we've had church members calling and telling us, you know, this church is very different. It doesn't look like a lighthouse church or UD church. The pastor is different. We have been in this. I one brother said I've been in this church. He said I was in a church in uh, uh, Liberia. I was a church in here. I was a church in Ghana. I was a church when I came to this country. The church is different. We don't see. The, the, he said the, the pastors, the pastor there. He said when they close service at eleven, by twelve the pastor has gone home. Everybody is gone. Then it's not a lighthouse church. It's not a lighthouse church. It's not a UD church. It's not originating from the lighthouse group of churches. 
But it's, it's a what? It's a jimakula. It's not attached. It needs to blood the wound. Because you see, they can, they, they can see that they are not attached to the fellowship. And they are not attached to the apostles' teachings. Yes. Bishop Oedipo was saying, you know, so he said he has some of his pastors. The members will be listening to them. They say, ah, this pastor is not doing well. He's not reading Papa's book. They can see that you are not reading Papa's book. <laughs> the sheep can see he's not reading Papa's book. He said, ah, the man should go and get a book to read so that he can preach well. He's not reading Papa's book. The sheep, they can see that the man put it there. He's not devoted to the apostles' teachings. To Papa's teaching, to Papa's book. We can see it. Yeah. They devoted themselves. And you see, if you are part of the church, you must be a devoted person because the, the members follow you. So they sense your devotion and they follow your devotion. They sense your attachment and they follow your attachment. Yeah. Yeah. They are, they are devoted, they devoted themselves de- profoundly attached to the apostles' teachings. Make yourself saviors of men. It's a camp I've preached already. It's a camp I've preached. Most of you don't know of it. It's my teachings that, I, that I've, I've taught as an apostle in the church. It's a teaching I've taught. I've even got I've written a book already. On this, this is the title of the book, Make Yourself Saviors of Men. I've already written it. But you have to, you, as you are not attached, that's why you'll be sitting here, you don't know what I'm talking about. You say, wow, it's a revelation. Whoa, this is this and that and that. But I've already preached it. So your, your attachment to the teachings is revealed. It's not, it doesn't take long for people to see that you are not attached. I met, a, I met a pastor, you know, a young man, a, a young man, you know, a white man, totally white man from another country. He told me since the year 2014, I listened to you between two to four hours every day, every single day, except Sundays when we have whatever. I listened between two to four hours, makane, only. He said, I, I came, you gave free makane, and then I... I, I listened since 24, for the last four years. He said, what I said, it's like I know everybody, I know you. A white person, not an African. Yeah. You are in the UD. Are you devoted to the apostles' teachings? He said, when I listen to you preaching, I feel happy and I feel I can work for God and I feel I can do the ministry work. Yes. We have a, a website called makane.org. If you go to makane.org, all the camps are free. You can download, you can play. Anyone can download it. Everything is there. Audio, video is there. Everything is there. Everything is free. There's podcasts. There's this. Before you used to have to buy all these things. Now you don't buy it. You know, nobody buys all these things. <laughs> it's free. But you see, people are not devoted to the teaching. You are not devoted. 
we can't. It's something very easy to see quickly. I, mean, I know those who are devoted, those who are not devoted to the teaching, to my teachings. And in my church, I insist you must be devoted to my teachings. Otherwise, I will expand you. Oh, yes. At first, I wouldn't talk like that, but now I insist on it. You must be devoted to my books and my teachings because that's the best there. They devoted this, the early church, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. Either you believe in the Bible or you don't want to go by the Bible. And there's an apostle in this church. Yes. There's an apostle in this church. <laughs> yes. If, I, if I'm not an apostle, at least to you I'm an apostle. Uh, if I'm not an apostle, cry, at least to you that I'm an apostle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least to you I'm an apostle. And they devoted, attached to the teaching. You can listen to other things, but you must be devoted to my teachings. You must learn it. And the last thing this white man said to me, he asked me, please recommend to me a camp that I should listen to. That was the last thing. Please, can you recommend any camp? And I was lost for for, 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 for words and for choice. I didn't even know which camp to say to listen to. Yes. I've met people different countries. He says, like, we know you. We listen to your teaching. Somebody far away is devoted. At least I must have something to say. There must be something. And I don't have to give you my credentials. I am telling you to make yourself addicted, addicted to these teachings. Yes. And when you do, you, you change. Yourself will change. Yeah. Yourself will change. And now you can go everywhere with the whole Makane, the whole Poimano, the whole anything. You can go or it's just a small thing. You just take your phone, whatever, and you are moving. You never go. I go everywhere with, if I'm going somewhere, I, every tip, every person that can think has preached since 1956 or whatever, the whole collection, I have it with me. I have everything from this person, everything from this person, everything, there's a series of everything, videos and all those, they are with me. Oh, yes, I'm devoted to the teachings. Oh, devoted. Everything, once I'm, once I'm into you there, Charlie. I've seen that this God has given this person to me. That's it. Yes. I'm devo- and I realize the more I humble myself and I listen, telling myself I don't know, the more I grow further and do more. Yes. You can't be in this church and be devoted to Pastor Chris's uh, teachings. You can listen to his teaching, but you must be devoted to my teaching because I am the apostle in this church. You can listen to him. He's a good preacher. You are welcome to listen to him, but you have to be devoted to my teachings. <laughs> yeah. Read your Bible. And I don't expect people in Christ's embassy to be devoted to my teaching. If they want to listen, it's up to them. But I expected them to be devoted to their apostles' teaching. Yes. 
Sit down, sit down. I expect you to hold camps and the title of the camp should be the same title of the camp that I'm having. And you teach with the same title. Go to Bishop Oedipo's church and see if the son is preaching or the wife is preaching, she used the same title. Doesn't come up with any fancy title. Same title. If it says the mystery of something, something, impartation of something, it's the mystery of whatever impartation, part two. That's it. There's no variation. And you see that it's a devoted, devoted to a particular line of teachings. Unless you don't want to believe the Bible. And if you don't want to believe it, it's up to you. Yes. Bishop Oedipo said it. I, I heard him say it. And he said it's, it's, worth, it's worth listening to. Because the biggest church in the world is not about uh, somebody's degree, MTH, all the degrees that Dr. Ogu was mentioning. It's just about, it's about, it's about what you have, the works you have uh, accomplished. Not, not, not degrees. <laughs> Beat me for the work, the work's sake. Yes. If you don't believe that, believe me for the work's sake. Yes. And he said it. He said, I'm my pastors. They have it first service, second, everybody's preaching first service this. Everybody's preaching same, second service this, mystery of this. That this and that of that and that, this. Mystery of that, third service, part three. <laughs> he said there is one shepherd and it's true. One shepherd of the church. The apostle, they were devoted to it. The books, the teachings, the line of thought, the line of thinking, the line of teaching, you must accept to be devoted to it. It's not a, 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 it's not a cult. It's devotion to the apostles' teaching as it is in the Bible. Very simple. Now, when you are devoted to it and you preach it, people feel that you are the original. That's how it is when you are devoted. Yes. Oh, yes. You should just hear someone. I, once, I, was, I was once in South Africa and Bishop Richard was preaching on, I think he was preaching on this book, Mega Church. Commitments. Yeah. He was preaching about it. And I said, as he was preaching, because I, I don't know what happened that he was preaching and I wasn't because I was supposed to preach, but I think something, there was some reason. So I just tell him, preach, I'm tired or whatever. So he preached. And I was sitting there and I was just being blessed. I said, wow. I thought that this is a very good topic. It's a very good book. Because he was preaching his own revel- deeper revelation of it. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm preaching it to you. All of you have this book or some of you have it. But I'm preaching to, to you. Yes, because if you think about it and you meditate on it, when you preach it, it will be so powerful. Yes, it will be so powerful. I have people that hold my books. That's their life's work. Should I mention the countries all over the world? They don't do any work, only my books. They are invited from place to place, place to place. Come and preach from this book. As if they wrote the book. As if they wrote the book. In Colombia, in Nicaragua, in Venezuela, in Brazil, all over the world. As if they wrote the book. So, Amazing. 
They are devoted to that teaching. No, they don't, they don't invite me. They don't invite me. Sometimes they want to invite me, but I don't have, to, I don't have time. But they, they invite the person. One of them told me, sent me a message. Ah, I'm preaching. I'm on the same lineup, Miles Monroe. Then myself, I'm day two. Miles Monroe is day one. I'm day two, wow. this and that. Just by book. <laughs> and they live. They pay school fees. They have money. They have everything they do. Profoundly attached to the teachings. So wake up and grow up. There is always a Paul and a Timothy. Timothy was told, my son, do this. The things that you had me doing, you had me do it this way. Do this, do this, do this. Treat the elders like this. Treat the younger women like this. Treat the older. But nobody told Paul what to do. The Holy Spirit told Paul what to do. So are you saying that the Holy Spirit cannot speak to us? The Holy Spirit can speak to you. Don't even start that argument now. The Holy Spirit can speak to you. But there is always a Paul and there is a Timothy. And there is a Titus who are told what to do. And there is a Paul who God speaks to and says, do this and do that and do this. Read your Bible and see. Who wrote to Paul? Who wrote to Paul? He said, my son Paul. When you become a, when you become a good son, you see your ministry. You'll be you'll be invited. Ah, you can't go because I'm invited. Ah, I can't go. Oh yes, people invite me. I know even what they will give me if I go. Oh yes, it's of no interest to me. That's what, how it will be for you. You say somebody will invite you. So when you come, we'll give you this and this. So please. I'm busy, I'm doing crusade, I'm doing this, I'm, I can't go to this place. Oh, yes. Should I mention, I can mention with figures like this for you to see. You even believe that I'll say that I'm not going to go to this place. I'm rather going to do my crusade somewhere. Yeah. You'll be invited to the whole world. Please, I beg you, I beg you, I can't. How many can imagine yourself begging that I beg you? She, please don't invite me to Singapore. I beg you. I, 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 I beg you. I can't come. <laughs> please don't invite me. I beg you. I beg you. Don't invite me. Be a devoted pastor. Yes. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, and be devoted to the fellowship. Yes. The interaction. You must value five minutes of interaction. Five minutes. And well, a lot of people wanted to see you. So five minutes with a great person. I have some moments I always remember. In Brazil, I timed Reinhard Bonke. I knew where would come. I told my wife, listen, you know, I'm going before the program. I went to secure a place. I said, he, he may come here or here. I'll be here when he comes. And I, my plan worked perfectly. Wow. Yes. I was in the lounge when he came there and I sat with him. You were there? I was there. Yes. I sat with him in the lounge. 
But then we sat together at a dinner table, just the two of us. Yes. The other person went away and I just, I was, he's here and I'm here. A few minutes. He told me two secrets. Yes. He told me two things. Yes. He said, he started talking and said, I, w- I want to say this for you. Oh, yes. I want to say this for you. Remember what I'm saying to you. Then he asked me, do you know this person? I said, no. He said, he said, this is the secret of the crusade. Do you know this? I said, I know. He said, that's the secret of the crusade. What's somebody like to tell you? I wouldn't even believe it. Value. He says, I was devoted to the fellowship. When Bishop Oyedepo came to Ghana, I was devoted to the, I was, I was attached. I, I sat there. I sat by him. I sat in his car with him, just the two of us. I went to his hotel room, just the two of us were there. He closed the door and we're there. Yes. You don't know what happened in there. When you see me having 10,000 members and 20,000, don't be jealous. You are not devoted to such interactions and such fellowships. You are not devoted to such things. How can you see certain things if you are not devoted to such interactions? It means nothing to you. Man of God is passing by, it means nothing to you. So I can't wait to say, quiet. Hey, big man, go away, please. Go home. They were devoted to it. That interaction. Yes. I called one of my pastors. I said, I'm in Australia. Come. He said, I'm coming. He said, every time I'm with you alone, my life changes. Because I called him. I said, I'm going there. Come, come there. I'll see you there. Meet me there. Meet me there. You must be like that. When you respect something, it comes near you. When you don't respect it, it goes away from you. Yes. A great man of God, you know, uh, what do you call it, died. A great man of God, a great man of God died. And a great man of God from Africa went for the funeral in America. When they saw that he was there, they said, he should come up and say something. He said, no, I will not say anything. They said, you should come and pray. So I will not pray. He said, Americans don't respect me. I will not, I will not, I will not even pray or speak a word. He said, great man of God's fear. I said, no, I came to honor this man because I know him personally. That's all. I will not pray. I will not, nothing. He said, I'm oh, sorry. These people don't respect me. And I will say not a word. A. <laughs> what you respect, it comes near. What you don't respect, it goes away from you. Yes. So be a devoted pastor. The the members can see that you are devoted. They've called for a meeting from Tuesday to Friday. You are coming on Thursday. Or you're coming on Friday just to mark register. The members, there's a lot of things are non-verbal communication. Non-verbal communication. And it's communicated non-verbal. You don't say a word, but you can feel your vibes. Yes. have to talk much. These days we don't use talking to know things. And and these days we don't have long meetings. Any meeting that's going more than two minutes, you see that a bad thing is somewhere happening. Short meetings and we know what is happening. We feel it. We can feel you. 
it's been, we've been 30 years doing this thing. We can feel things now. Yes. How does a fish know its way from Carolina, North Carolina and how can he swim underwater to South Africa? They put a, a, they put a, 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 a gadget into the shark. It swims from uh, uh, Florida underwater under the Black Sea to Cape Town. Then he swims back every year. He swims. He knows the way. Because God made us to know things without talking. Yes. It's not, you, you think animals are superior to us? We are, we are superior to animals. So in addition to what the animals have, we also have when you speak and when you hear, we can talk. But we can also sense and know the way and know things. How can a shark swim under the Black Sea? thousand miles. He knows the way left and he comes straight to Cape Town. Then after that he swims back. And swims back. They monitor him for so many years. He's going back. He's coming. He's going back. He's coming. Same direction. Butterflies will fly from North Carolina to Mexico. They know the way. They go every year. (laughs) Hey! So there are things we know you don't have to say, I am not devoted. You can feel that you are not a devoted person. We can feel that you are not attached. Come on now. Stop trying to defend yourself when your presence even exudes that message that you are not a devoted pastor. Stop trying to defend it. Lot of things we don't need to hear a word. We can just know the way. We just feel it. We just know this is the way. This is the right thing. Are you listening to me? Be devoted to the breaking of bread. Pastor, Jesus was eating with his disciples. When you eat with somebody, you'll be closer. Those of you who are so formal. If you are ever invited to a dinner. You know when somebody was going for a job interview. They told him after the interview there will be a dinner but it's optional. It's optional. You don't need to come to the interview and then after that. There's a dinner but it's optional. Somebody called from the inside. told them when they say that it's optional. Don't. I said go for it. It's not optional. It's part of the, the thing. Yes, it's part of it. They are eliminating you straight from where you say you can't come to the dinner. Was a wazo. Yes. When they say there's a dinner and this and that, and they say come and eat. Don't say, I will not come. Go. They called him from someone inside that who wanted to help him to get the job. They called him and told him, don't, don't never say that, say that thing. Some of you, you are invited somewhere, you are given a cup of tea. So me, I don't drink tea. I don't drink tea. I don't take tea. Yes, I'm fasting. I'm fasting. I, I only take Milo. I need my banku. I don't drink tea. I don't, I'm not a tea man. You are out. Totally disqualified. A 
and they were devoted to prayer times together. You see where we are in Mampong? We have prayed here for years. Many of the people who are bishops have prayed with them here, had meetings he right on this spot for years before even this school came here. Yes. That's how to get devoted people. Yes. Times of devotion. Devoted to praying together, eating together, fellowshipping together, and devoted to the apostles' teachings. That's how to be a devoted pastor. Four things. Teachings, fellowship, breaking of bread, prayer. Yes. Make sure you are a devoted pastor. You don't have devoted people. That's why things cannot work. I tell you. Maybe some of your wives are not devoted to you. Our time is so yeah. Sorry. Point number two. <laughs> what about what we Every church must have its personal shelter. I said every church must have its personal shelter. We know what we want. Now, hold your neighbor and say, are you devoted? Are you a devoted family? I don't know whether you are devoted. Number two, say positive things about the church. Yes, say positive things about the church. So number one, you yourself should be a devoted pastor and I've showed you how. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. Number two, say positive things about the church. Yes. Don't say negative things about, it, about UD. Even if we have problems, shut your mouth and start praying about it. How can a church not have problems? How? How? How can a church not have mistakes? How can a church be perfect? When it is made up of imperfect, sinful, wretched human beings, weak, local champions, a whole group of local champions. Hey! But in spite of that, you must say positive things about the church. My church is the best church. My church is a good church. My church is a mega church. Yes. 
to say it. It's a mega church. Never say negative things about your church. You can't invite somebody to a church and say, oh, you know, it's just a fellowship we are starting. And so, ah! Say positive things. Oh, I want you to come to my church. It's a very wonderful church. You will be blessed in the church. Wow. The next one, say positive things about your pastors. Oh, yes. Say positive things about the pastors. Say positive things about the church. Say positive things about the pastors of the church. Have you, have you, my pastor is very, I want you to see, you'll be amazed. Hey. You are a fool to say negative things about your church. And at the same time, be inviting people to come to the church. You are a fool. And I didn't mention your name. So if you are the fool, just be quiet over there and don't give yourself away. Otherwise, the person next to you can arrest you. Say positive things about your church. Never say, oh, it's a small church. Don't tell anybody about it. It's a small church. Or don't tell anybody, oh, people haven't come to church. You can't stand in the pulpit and say, why people haven't come today? I don't know why. A lot of people are not around today. You know, most of the churches are empty. And you know, what are you saying? Say positive things. It's a very beautiful church. When you are leading the church, the, the, the person you are inviting to the church, you lead him smiling. Even though there's nobody sitting in the church, you just smile. Happily. You know, recently, recently, I heard two testimonies that amazed me. And it really emphasized why you should be devoted to your church and say positive things about your church. One of it is a young man. He said, me, I serve for church. I think he had six friends or five friends. All of them are mad. Or sweet smokers. And he was one of them. Five or six. So most of them are mad. Now he's the only one left. And he said, for church, church, I will never enter church, even for funeral." Or a wedding. I will never enter. Me. Never. It will not happen. One day. Somebody invited him to. One of our churches. And when he went. He he said he doesn't know why he decided to go. So he went. The person who said I will not even go for a funeral. When he got to the church. He sat down. The person who brought him was the one doing the screen. And there was a pastor. And that was the whole church. He was, he was the congregation of the church. Huh. A mega church. Do you hear me when I say a mega church? It's a mega church. There's one person on the screen, one person preaching, and I think praise and worship leader. So he said, he said, I was the only member in the congregation. 
Then the pastor stood in the pulpit and preached only to me. I was the one sitting there. Shakayapoka shakabalaga. That day, the man who said I will never go to church, even a wedding, even a funeral, I will not go. He gave his life to Christ. The next week, he came back with, I think, about 10 or 11 people. Today, he's a pastor. He has over 600 members in his church in the UK. Yes. Say positive things about your church. But after this story, I heard another more fantastic one. Yes. I met another a lady. She's not even an African. She came. She there, she was not just a human being. She was an atheist. But I don't believe that there is God. And somebody invited her to church. She said when she came to the church, she doesn't know why she came. When she came, she also sat down thinking that there would be members. Nobody was in the church. She was the only member in the church again. And the pastor, do you know what the pastor did? The pastor was on a series. I don't even know how he could have been on a series. Because I don't know who he was preaching to. But the pastor was on a series. And do you know what he was preaching in the series? Tithing. He was preaching about tithing. Yes. The assistant is here. Uh, aha, yes. Where is he? He was a pastor. Caleb, is he? Where is he? Yeah. So, he was, the pastor was preaching a series. And she fell into this. As an atheist, she sat there for preaching on tithing. Who doesn't believe in God? She says she doesn't know how. She came back for six weeks. And the pastor continued to preach about tithing. Today she's a shepherd in the church Winning souls, doing so many things Say positive things about the church (laughs) It's the Holy Spirit It's the Holy Spirit That's working Say positive things My church is big It's a mega church my church is working, pa. Anointing is flowing in the church. Shakabo, shakabala. Things are working in the, the church. Anoint, I feel the presence of God. I feel the power of God. You don't stand in the pulpit and say, Oh God, today nobody has come to church. The church is empty. I feel discouraged. Oh God, I'm tired of ministry. Oh Lord, where are you? Only one person. Look at this funny soul sitting here. Now the soul has become a pastor with 600 members. Hmm. So that day you were preaching to one, you were preaching to 600. Number four, say good things about your church members. People are attracted to the church by the pastor, but they stay 
because of the church members that they befriend. Yes. You cannot say my church members are doing money laundering. What are you saying? My church members are thieves. No. My church members are good. You may know that some of them are thieves, but you have to say my church members are good. Yes. You are the best church members of all. When you are standing in Dawadawa number two, you say you are the best church in UD. The whole of you, this is the best church. Our church is growing. Things are working. God is blessing us. The things you say, they will come to pass. Faith converts death into life. Faith makes the impossible possible. Faith will turn every defeat into victory. Look at the church and speak over the church. Speak over the members. You are a good person. Yes. You know, some of my pastors, they don't, they don't know. Sometimes when I see them, I feel something here. Do you know what I feel here? I feel love. Yes. Sometimes when I meet my pastors, I feel love for their pastors. I feel here. I feel they are great people. Yes. I feel they are great people. That's the feeling that I have in my heart. These are very great people. Yes, the meetings are hot. There are issues. But I feel in my heart, I feel love for them. I like them. It's true. Yeah, I, can, I cannot lie to you. I cannot lie to you. Yes. Things, we blast things, we shout, we face, we fight, we do. But it's a, it's a wonderful people. Wonderful. That is why one of the saddest things was when some people were trying to make out as though I was not in support of lay ministry and lay people. Yeah. Because when I see the lay people, that's why many times the person is a lay person becomes a pastor, they become bishops quickly. Because they are the, they are the faithful, oldest, faithful people. Oldest, devoted, attached, years. Years go by. The same people, they've not gone in. They are earnestly and profoundly dedicated and attached. Yes. I look at the missionaries who have gone the towns. Ish, I just look at them. I was going around the towns in the north. I just, I feel sad. I said, these are very great people to me. Today I had a meeting. I was looking at, that was the thought was going in my head. These are very great people. That's how I think. That's how I think. I may not say, but that's what is in my labab. Yes. So you have to say positive things. And it's true. People don't have the people that I have. The devoted pastors and dedicated members. I was in Australia. I saw people, Papua New Guinea, Fiji Island. They were all there sitting there. Where do they know me for? They know me. They love me. Say good things about your church. Say good things about the church members. Say good things about all that is happening. 
you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Yeah. You know, you must respect faithfulness even without extravagant performance. You must respect faithfulness. Somebody is just with you. You must respect it. Yes. He may not do so much. He's just been there for a long time. It's, 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 something, it's an achievement. It's a great thing. Yes. You must respect faithfulness. Somebody has been there. Oh, may not do something extravagantly great. He's just always there. You must respect it. And admire it. And love it. And it will multiply towards you. Number five. Encourage church employees, employers to hire or employ church members. Amen. Amen. Number six, encourage members to apply for work from within the church family. Number seven, encourage church members to marry each other. Yes. As for me, I'm looking for husbands for all my daughters. And if a good pastor, you must always be looking. Who can marry this one? When I see them, I start to think about that. Who can marry this one? I need somebody to marry this one. I need, I need, to, I need to help this one. Marry. Yes. Look, people will look and say, you, 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 you help me to marry. They will be devoted. You help me to get a job. They will be devoted. You said something good about me. You, they will be devoted. You recommended me. They will be devoted. They become attached. When you say good things, they become attached. People go towards good. You see, somebody wrote a book and said, or we say something positive about somebody's house, or say something positive about his car, or say something about his hair, or his shoe, or something good. They will like you or his children. <laughs> this guy, your guy is nice. Your child, they, will be, they will become happy with you. Yes. I mean, I can point to so many people who can say that, oh, my marriage, and you told me to marry. I'm married. You officiated my. Encourage the marriages. If the marriage works, ah. As they are in their house having shouts of joy, they will be shout, Bishop, Bishop, Bishop. <laughs> Before I realize my name has come into the shout of joy. Officiate their weddings. Be there for them. Yeah, bless them. Pray over them. They are recording the prayers. Yes. So you blessed me, you prayed for me. Pray for their jobs. That's how to get devoted members. Not that you, you don't care. 
You don't care about, about this or about that. Yeah, you have, to, you have to fight for the people. Some will be grateful, some will forget about you. But keep on. That's how to convert your antelopes into goats and goats into sheep. They are becoming devoted to you gradually. And so sometimes you see somebody around, but the person has, apart from the message that is coming, the person has an unknown help that you gave you. to the person that is part of the attachment. Yes. Behind the scenes. It's, it's, it's an unknown thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, one day, uh, Archbishop invited me to his birthday dinner. Then some people were giving speeches. I didn't know the people. And then this one said, I was in prison. You came there. You came to, you sent this person to pray for me. I was in this, then this. I realized that all the people sitting there, they have their own reasons why they are there. (laughs) Yeah, they never left. For years they have been there. No, 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 no. They have hidden reasons to be devoted. Yes. Yeah. You've, You've not seen me doing certain things. Yeah. Crying with people, talking to people. People have hidden reasons for their devotion. So you, you must develop devoted members, committed to their marriages. Yes. Are you still around? Yes. Develop smaller church families within the big church. Yes, smaller groups. You see that they are together in a way. Yeah. Smaller church families. And then number 10, become a father or a mother to your church. Yes. Matthew twenty three thirty seven. I have gathered thy children together even as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings. Amen. Amen. Are you listening? Yes. Yes. So God is going to bless us as we become fathers and mothers to the church. Amen. Amen. 